This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week's podcast is brought to you by BHP. Copper is a big deal in the energy transition because it's used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. When it comes to producing copper responsibly, it's happening now at BHP. Good morning, I'm Alex Tsai. And I'm Alice Dempster. It's Wednesday the 14th of July. In your Squiz today, Trump's big day in Miami, bail for the Hunter Valley bus driver, a global study on how we spend our time, and King Charles' new perfume. This is your Squiz today. Alice, it's a big day in Miami, particularly if you're the former US President Donald Trump. (laughs) This morning, just as this podcast is being released, actually, Trump is appearing in a federal court in Florida on those charges we heard about over the weekend. Yeah, I talked about this with Claire yesterday, Alex, but those charges relate to the documents that Trump held onto after his presidency and took to his Mar-a-Lago estate in Florida. He's charged with 37 counts, and they include violations of the Espionage Act and obstruction of justice that's related to his efforts to deceive federal law enforcement and hold on to the documents. That might already seem like a big enough day for Trump, but (laughs) he also plans to fly back to his golf course in New Jersey. He'll give a statement there about the indictment, and then he'll hold a political fundraiser. Which is the other extraordinary thing that we just can't forget (laughs) about with this latest Trump indictment. He is, at the same time, running for president Mm -hmm. and winning the race for the Republican nomination. (laughs) A new poll out yesterday showed Trump maintaining his lead as the frontrunner in that Republican field, around 20 percentage points ahead of his nearest rival. The same poll also showed that 81% of Republicans thought that the latest charges were driven by politics. And Alex, legal experts have been giving some analysis of the charges against Trump now that they've had a few days with the evidence. Mm -hmm. The general consensus there is that the case against Trump is a strong one. There are photos of the boxes of classified documents around Mar-a-Lago, including, like we mentioned yesterday, in the bathroom. (laughs) And there's also an audio recording of Trump saying, that he knows the documents are classified. And Trump's own former Attorney General, William Barr, has even weighed in on all of it. He says if the allegations are even half true, then he's toast. Look, there is so much more to this story. And Claire and I have actually done a quick shortcuts episode breaking down the indictment and what it means. It is a great little nine-minute explainer and you can find it in the Squish Shortcuts podcast feed. Alice, we've had more developments yesterday on the bus crash in the Hunter Valley. Let's go through the latest. Yeah, so we know that there were 36 people on the bus at the time, including the bus driver, Brett Button, and he was released on bail yesterday after appearing in court. Police say that the bus was travelling too quick for the conditions of the road before it rolled at a roundabout. And we've also started to hear the names and details of some of the 10 people who died in the crash, Alex. Mm. Reports include details of several footballers from the nearby town of Singleton, along with lifesavers and a junior doctor. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese spoke about the crash again on Tuesday, saying that it's a tragedy beyond belief and that the scars will last for such a long, long period of time. The United Nations has released its landmark Gender Social Norms Index, and the findings show that there has actually not been much progress towards gender equality in the last decade. 
Let's go through some of those findings. So the main one to know is that nine out of 10 people still hold a bias against women. That's from the survey data, which was collected from 80 countries between 2017 and 2022. It found half of those surveyed believe that men make better political leaders and 40% believe they make better business leaders. 25% meanwhile believe that it's justified for men to hit their wives. And researchers say that those alarming figures are largely unchanged from the last data set that was taken between 2005 and 2014. They also say that at this rate, the world isn't on track to reach the UN's goal of gender parity by 2030. The report called on governments to close the gap by implementing policies that promote women's equality in all spheres of life. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. As one of Australia's largest profit-for-member super funds, they have a range of helpful tools, like their My Retirement Planner, which allows you to see how much you'll need for retirement and provides an easy-to-understand plan of how to get there. And better still, it's free for all. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au. There was also a fascinating bit of time research out recently, Alice. Researchers at the Earth System Dynamics Laboratory (laughs) at McGill University in Canada have crunched hundreds of time surveys to find out what the average human day looks like. They say the largest chunk of our time is spent in bed with the average human day, including a little over nine hours of sleep. We also spend, according to the research, 4.6 hours on passive, interactive and social activities, Alex, 1.6 hours on meals per day and just over an hour on personal grooming. Those are the global stats, though. But when you pull out the stats for Oz, we spend slightly less time in bed, 8.9 hours instead of 9.1. And they say we also spend slightly less time on personal grooming. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible to hear. Come to Australia, the land of the unkempt and the underslept. It's got a real ring to it, Alice. For Australians who do have odour problems, our new head of state, (laughs) King Charles, is here for you in your moment of need. The monarch has released his own official perfume. Yeah, great timing. The (laughs) scent is called Highgrove Bouquet and King Charles made it in collaboration with Penhaligon's perfumer, Julie Pluchet. It's a unisex perfume and it's said to capture the scent of the weeping silver lime tree. Mm. Pluchet says that has a wonderful green, floral, powdery and animal facets scent. I'm a bit unsure about what that last one means, to be honest. (laughs) Uh, But a portion of the proceeds, though, will go to the Prince's Trust, which supports youth education and employment. And this is no cheap spray. You can buy 100 mils of the Whiff of Aristocracy for $320. A bargain. <laughs> Squiz the day. We are, of course, going to be following that Trump story mm. as it develops. But what else is on? Today's also World Blood Donor Day, Alex. So it might be a good day to get down and book an appointment to donate some blood if you can. It is a great thing to do if you can. And as always, you should also sign up to our newsletter if you haven't already. It has all the stories in the podcast, plus more with links for further reading. And that is it for us today. We'll be back again tomorrow. Hold up. 
Hello, it's Bryce here from Squiz Kids. Kids and fiscal policy go together like peaches and cream, which is why we're excited to present a special Squiz Kids Q&A this week with Federal Treasurer Jim Chalmers. It's the podcast where the kids of Australia get to ask the questions. Tune in to Squiz Kids today to find out how the notorious B.I.G. has helped shape next week's budget, why the Treasurer considers himself more of a three-pointer than a slam dunker, and why his toenails will be painted with glitter nail polish next Tuesday when he stands in Parliament to hand down the budget. Plus, there's a cheeky question in there about his leadership ambition. All part of our mission to engage kids in the wider news agenda. Check it out in the Squiz Kids podcast feed or via squizkids.com.au.